This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. For the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it, we will not surrender for it now or ever. My wife and I are United States Marines. We are not former Marines. There's no such thing as a former Marine. Reason behind that is because once you earn the title of a U.S. Marine, it is ingrained in your heart, in your mind, in your soul. And like all the other services, we have those individuals that it never actually got into their heart. I was a Marine drill instructor for three years, and I tried to kick out numbers of people going through boot camps, and these people don't have the character to be a Marine. But because of the politics and the numbers, however you want to say it, we had to graduate these individuals. And I guarantee you, by the time they hit the Fleet Marine Force, they couldn't handle it. They couldn't do what Marines do. So today... It's the Marine Corps birthday, 10 November of 1775, 246 years ago, the Marine Corps was actually stood up, and <laughs> whether you agree with it or not, it was stood up in a bar, yes, in a bar. Samuel Nichols was going to become the first commandant of the Marine Corps. And it went into a bar called Tongue Tavern, Philadelphia. 
and he recruited Marines for the sole purpose of protecting Navy ships during the Revolutionary War. So I'm going to read to you about the history of the United States Marine Corps. On November 10th, 1775, the Second Continental Congress meeting in Philadelphia passed a resolution stating that two battalions of Marines be raised for service as landing forces with the fleet, the Navy fleet. This resolution established the Continental Marines and marked the birth date of the United States Marine Corps, serving on land and at sea. These first Marines designated themselves in a number of important operations, including their first amphibious raid into the Bahamas in March of 1776. March. This is before the Constitution was actually signed in America. Under the command, later a major, Captain Samuel Nicholas, the first commissioned officer in the Continental Marines. Nicholas remains the senior Marine officer with, throughout the American Revolution and is considered to be the first Marine commandant. And a commandant is the leader of the Marine Corps. The Treaty of Paris in April 1783 brought an end to the Revolutionary War. And as the last of the Navy ships were sold, the Continental Navy and the Marines went out of existence. So think about this. In 1783, when America became the country that they are, all of a sudden, we were at peace. We were at a point in our lives and history where we didn't have to send Marines and Navy and Army people outside of the country that we formed. However, that didn't last very long. Following the Revolutionary War and the format reestablished the Marine Corps on 11 July 1798, Marines saw actions in a quasi-war with France, landed in Santiago Domingo, and took part in many operations against the barbarian pirates along with shores of Tripoli. The reason we did that is because during this time frame, the Muslims were trying to infiltrate the United States. And we wouldn't have any part of it. Now, I'm going to leave you with this before I start these clips on the Marine Corps. On this birthday, 
of the celebration of the Marine Corps is this. Is we are Marines. And the world can never take that away from us. But what's more important is my wife and I are Christians. And we understand that the world can never, ever take us away from the Lord that created us. John 10, 29. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, greater than the Marine Corps. And no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hands. This is the foundation of America. The truth, the light of the world is the foundation of this country. And the Marine Corps, at least from my perspective, still understands this. Evil is tremendous in this world. And the Marine Corps and those that have followed me and those that were preceding me have done everything, given their lives, to preserve exactly what I'm talking to you tonight. To preserve the understanding that evil is bad. And good is only through the God that created us. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you the 236th birthday message from the Secretary of Navy, which, by the way, the whole time I was in the, in the Marine Corps, I did not hear a single message from the Secretary of the Navy. It's a great message. I'm not, you know, knocking him for doing this. So let's listen to the 246th birthday message from the Secretary of the Navy. Some people spend an entire lifetime wondering if they made a difference in the world. Marines don't have that problem. These words hold just as true today as they did when President Reagan first spoke them. When America calls, you answer. You always have and you always will. From the wheat fields of Bella Woods to the dense jungles of South Vietnam to the deserts of Syria and to the mountains of Afghanistan, you've gone where our country needed you most and often were the first to do so. These last few months serve as a stark reminder of the cost of answering that call. On August 26, 13 brave servicemen and women made the ultimate sacrifice. Their efforts helped save 124,000 evacuees seeking a better life. 10 of the fallen came from right here. Standing in front of the 2nd Battalion, 1st Marines, I can't help but recognize the emotional and physical toll you and your families bear when America calls, and yet you still prevail. Guided by the Commandant's Force Design 2030, 
I know the Marine Corps of tomorrow will continue to play an instrumental role in preserving freedom across the globe. Future force development requires the Corps to be agile, tenacious, and adopt to a rapidly changing environment. You are our hybrid warriors of land, of sea, and the air. Returning from my recent trip to the Indo-Pacific region, I personally witnessed the evolution and the adoptability of the Marine Corps to answer today's call while being trained and postured to answer tomorrow's call. From the F-35Bs in Japan to the Marine Corps infantry on the Korean Peninsula, I saw how Marines are transforming the Corps to deter and, if need be, defeat future threats. Throughout your history, you've identified and embraced the changes required to maintain a competitive advantage against our adversaries. Keep solving those problems in front of you and enabling others to do the same. Keep transforming our culture to ensure this is a Marine Corps that we can all thrive in. Keep working alongside Marines from other nations, multiplying our capability and preparing for uncertain futures. Your professionalism and commitment is the glue that binds us with our partners. Your readiness and grit deters those threatening freedom and stability. I am honored to serve our brave men and women of the United States Marine Corps. From your Secretary of the Navy, happy 246th birthday, Semper Fidelis. So every year since 1921, the Marine Corps has had a birthday ball to celebrate the Marine Corps and our traditions and how we have served this country. And every year, this message from the Commandant at the time, General John A. Lejeune, is passed on four generations. 1921, so think about what I'm telling you. A hundred years ago, this man spoke these words, and the Marines still listen to this general because it's true. He explains the importance of the Marine Corps and how we fit in the overall defense of this nation. I'm not taking anything away from the Army, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard. I'm not, but the Marine Corps has a special mission in defending this country, and that's why we become Marines. That's why we sacrifice ourselves to the country and Earn the title of the United States Marine Corps. United States Marines will always be in America. When America dies, then and only then, the Marine Corps will go away. So take a listen to our birthday message that has been portrayed for a hundred years in this country. On November 1st, 1921, 
John A. Lejeune, 13th Commandant of the Marine Corps, directed that a reminder of the honorable service of the Corps be published by every command to all Marines throughout the globe on the birthday of the Corps. Since that day, Marines have continued to distinguish themselves on many battlefields and foreign shores in war and peace. On this birthday of the Corps, therefore, in compliance with the will of the 13th Commandant, Article 38, United States Marine Corps Manual, edition of 1921, is republished as follows. On November 10, 1775, a Corps of Marines was created by a resolution of the Continental Congress. Since that day, many thousand men have borne the name Marine. In memory of them, it is fitting that we who are Marines should commemorate the birthday of our Corps by calling to mind the glories of its long and illustrious history. The record of our Corps is one which will bear comparison with that of the most famous military organizations in the world's history. During 90 of the 146 years of its existence, the Marine Corps has been in action against the nation's foes. From the Battle of Trenton to the Argonne, Marines have won foremost honors in war and in the long eras of tranquility at home, generation after generation of Marines have grown gray in war in both hemispheres and in every corner of the seven seas, that our country and its citizens might enjoy peace and security. In every battle and skirmish since the birth of our Corps, Marines have acquitted themselves with the greatest distinction, winning new honors on each occasion until the term Marine has come to signify all that is highest in military efficiency and soldierly virtue. This high name of distinction and soldierly repute, we who are Marines today have received from those who preceded us in the Corps. With it, we have also received from them the eternal spirit, which has animated our Corps from generation to generation and has been the distinguishing mark of the Marines in every age. So long as that spirit continues to flourish, Marines will be found equal to every emergency in the future as they have been in the past, and the men of our nation will regard us as worthy successors to the long line of illustrious men who have served as soldiers of the sea since the founding of our Corps. The inspiring message of our 13th Commandant has left its mark in the hearts and minds of all Marines by deed and act from Guadalcanal to Iwo Jima, from Incheon to the Korean Armistice, in interventions from Lebanon to the Dominican Republic, and from the opening battles of Vietnam to the Mayaquez rescue. On this day, we remember halls of Montezuma, shores of Tripoli, and dates that live in infamy. December 7, 9, 11, and for the Semper Fidelis among us, October 23, 1983. We cannot dedicate, consecrate, or hollow earth enriched by esprit de corps. At a place we know as Beirut, Lebanon, U.S. Marines epitomized qualities which are their legacy. 220 Marines, 18 sailors, and three soldiers, their purple hearts forever consecrating God's Valley of Baca. They came in peace. Marines have since crossed shores of Kuwait, 
deserts of Iraq, and climbed mountains of Afghanistan on a legacy of honorable service in every climb and place. The record of American Marines achieved in combat and the faith born in peace will continue. The Marine Corps is not a fly-by-night organization that the politicians can just change. They're trying to do this. And you, all of you understand this. But the tradition of the Marine Corps is stronger than the politicians. I believe that in my heart. I understand that, and I guarantee you this is the truth because Marines and other services, we stand up and put our right hand up for the Constitution of the United States, not a political entity. And they're trying to inject in our services their political will, and it's not going to happen. They've tried it for years and years in this country. But the Constitution, especially to me and my wife and to Marines, is dear to our hearts. And we will make sure, absolutely make sure, that the Constitution comes first before any political ideologies. The Marine Corps sends out, the commandant of the Marine Corps sends out a birthday message every year. We have this great ball where we dress up. Marines put their uniforms on. They bring their families, their friends ball dresses it's it's a great event and the commandant of the marine corps sends out a video every year about the marine corps so i'm going to play this video from 2021 of the commandant and the sergeant major of the marine corps again telling us how great and faithful the Marine Corps is to this country. When our nation called, Marines were there to defend her. U.S. officials increasingly worried by the hour. But our enemies now pose an ever-growing threat to America and our way of life. Another U.S. Navy warship now in place tonight off the coast about 250 Marines on eight. The Marine Corps must be prepared to fight and win. Tonight, Marines around the world proudly celebrate 246 years of defending our great nation. Our warrior lineage in the battles that have been fought and won across generations have become legend.
the centuries, the Marine Corps' relentless pursuit of excellence is unchanged. We are still made from the same grit and steel, with the same moral instincts, and the same unending will to fight. Marines remain physically, mentally, and emotionally tough, forged in the crucible to overcome fear and adversity. In these ways, the core and the lifelong faith we place in each other is proudly unchanging. This is as close as we can get to the base of the World Trade Center. You can see the firemen assembled here, the police officers, FBI agents, and you can see the two towers. A huge explosion now raining debris on all of us. We better get out of the way. On the 11th day of September 2001, our country was attacked. Like the attack on Pearl Harbor 60 years before that day changed everything. Our Marines have fought and won in hostile places like Anbar, Sangin, Fallujah, Helmand, Mosul. We earned our reputation as an elite counterinsurgency force, but that remains only a part of who we are. After five days of heavy fighting, Marines raised our beloved American flag on top of Mount Zerbaji. What Marines are, what Marines have always been, is amphibious warfighters. And the changing battle now requires us to return to our origins, relying on foundations built by the Marines that came before us. The Marine Corps' identity remains the same. Our infantry battalions will remain at the center of what we do, and the Marine and their rifle will continue to be one of the deadliest weapons on the battlefield. But being ready now requires us to return to the seas and shores of maritime terrain. The history of the Marine Corps is marked by a series of paradigm shifts, and this is one of them. The hard-won lessons of Iraq and Afghanistan and the blood Marines have shed there will not soon be forgotten. We're using the lessons of our past combined with the weapons of the future to reimagine our warfighting capabilities through continuous adaptation and experimentation. Marines around the globe Marines like you are a vital part of this effort. Your ideas, your feedback will be key to moving the Marine Corps into the future and ensure that we will continue our legacy of winning battles. And to the Marines who have served our nation and returned home to continue to fight and win battles of a different kind in their own communities, we thank you. As Marine brothers and sisters, Semper Fidelis is a pledge that we promise to live by. The work of our Marine veterans is a living testament to the faith Marines keep with each other, with our Corps, and with our country. The next generation of Marines may operate differently and in different places than the Marines who wear the Eagle Globe and Anchor today. But they will join a long and proud heritage of Marine fighters who have never turned from a threat, never turned from an enemy. We will always remain most ready when our nation is least ready because we must protect our shores and we must protect our citizens. It's still going to be the Marines who defend this nation. 
Semper Fidelis, and happy birthday, Marines. I'm telling you now, yes, this is the gunny. And I believe this in my heart. I'm a Christian and I understand the love of every human being. But I'm telling you, the only way this country would ever be taken over by communists is to destroy and kill every single Marine. Because we believe in the Constitution and the freedom of America. Every single day, every moment, another Marine is born in this country with the desires and the liberty. Their hearts are filled with pride. It's Filled with dedication to America, not to a politician. This is the truth that I'm telling you. I was a Marine for 20 years. The Marine Corps will never, ever change. Ever. Whether you believe it or not, we are not going to change how we train Marines and the heart that we present to them in America. The population, the culture may change. But the Marine Corps lives on forever. Last but not least, I'm going to present to you how... We, as Marines and other services, are dedicated to the God that created us. And this next clip is Marines actually singing the days of Elijah. They're worshiping the God that give them the ability to be Marines and protect this great nation. This is from 2014, so it's, it's dated. But I'm telling you, the Marine Corps is still the same today as it was when I was in it.
nation is the best there is on this planet and the Marine Corps and the Marines know this that's why we fight the battles that we fight because we don't want these people coming into this country and destroying our way of life. That's how simple this is. I have fought in my 20 years in other countries. So I don't have to fight 
today in this one. But I'm using different tactics. I'm using a different way. I'm using my voice instead of bullets, instead of weapons, to try to wake up this country that communism has infiltrated this country at a level you don't even understand. And if, if we do not make a change to suppress this communist government, then we're just like the rest of the world. And there's no more freedom. When America falls, I've said this before, when America falls, the world will follow. This is the gunny out.